again, thank you for my supporters out there. I do appreciate There's the two. kind words, the kind words and support that I receive on an almost daily basis from <laughs> our listening audience about the the daily basis. How many people that they like the song? There's How a many? number of people. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a list in front of me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. My name is Jeremy. I'm Christy. And together we will explore the idiosyncrasies and oddities of life as we discuss the things that we nerd out about and you nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. How'd it go this week? Well, I don't know what this voice is that you're doing. What voice? I... It's, Am I doing a voice? Yeah, you're doing kind of this announcery <laughs> type. I think you're too stuck in your work stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it is pretty announcery. Oh, sorry. No, it's, sorry. it's just funny. You'll hear it when I you, can't help myself. <laughs> when you I edit. can't help myself. I get excited. Maybe it's because I'm reading. Maybe it's because I'm reading it, so I feel like I need to do oh, the announcer maybe. Voice. I offer to have you do it literally every week. And literally every week you shut me down. Yep. What's up with that? Christina? I'm the talent and you're the, <laughs> you're like the commentator or well, whatever that's called. I would welcome, I would welcome some of your input in this. It would be fantastic if you'd be willing to contribute. I just did give you input. You sounded announcery. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, next week, how about you, how about you do it? And can I write it too? Or do I have to say those words? You can write it too if you want. I do. I do the outro. Oh, okay. You yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of things that Christy randomly decides to get excited about, Christy, you were watching baseball. You were watching <laughs> baseball today. I was. <laughs> I said, Christy, what are you, what are you doing? And because I was sitting downstairs getting some work done and she was upstairs and I said, I, we were texting each other as <laughs> couples are wont yeah, to do. Of course. Nowadays. And I said, Christy, what are you, what are you doing? And she said that she was watching baseball stats. <laughs> she said she was watching stats for the, <laughs> What team was it? The Royals. The Royals. Yeah. She was watching stats for the Royals game. I was like, what the hell? And I went up there and there you were actually laying in bed, staring at a screen on your phone, <laughs> watching it yeah. refresh. It's the ESPN and it just basically shows a little icon of a ball and then it says the strikes and the balls and how the mile per hour on the balls and stuff. So I watched it because I actually do not like baseball nor do i care for it yeah nobody likes baseball but <laughs> our f friend of the sh is he friend of the show yet no, no not friend of the show yet um my to remedy that i'm his life coach craig from yeah from the eureka podcast is super into the world royals and he got playoff tickets and he was there and it's like his lifelong dream to see them go to the world series and everything so um i just felt his excitement i took that on and it was a very close game. It went to how many innings? 12, I 13. Um, I was not watching the stats as closely as you were. <laughs> and it just was, it was a nail bite. Well, all of a sudden, I knew he was at the game because he had shown pictures and I still was not caring very much. And then I noticed on Twitter that everybody was talking about it. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is a game. This is great. And he had had issues buying the tickets where he ended up paying for them twice and then didn't get them and somehow he got tickets so i hope that him paying for three sets of tickets yeah he got his money's worth making it go until 
like 11 30 yeah he got two games worth basically right, right? and they Jesus. won yeah baseball, so that's great to, for him to be there and actually i never figured out what that game actually means yeah nobody knows nobody cares <laughs> It's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't. I try and get excited about baseball. That, that's not true. I tried. I tried for about twenty minutes today. I tried for about twenty minutes because I was trying to. I was like, "Oh, this will be. It can harken back to the olden days of radio, mm-hmm. and I'll find an audio stream of the game broadcast, and we can huddle around mm-hmm. like they did in the golden days and listen to the baseball game." And I spent twenty minutes while she's staring at the hitting refresh on her iPhone every 30 seconds to get the updated stats from ESPN on the game. Uh, I'm clicking through to websites, trying to find a stream, trying to find a stream, trying to find something that'll work. And after 20 minutes of digging, found out that apparently you have to pay Mm -hmm. to listen to the game online, which is insane. So even the radio stations where it's airing for free, you, you can't like download their app and stream the audio because mm-hmm. MLB restricts it or something. They need their taste. Yeah. So, and we don't whatever. have it because it was on ESPN, right? So, so I attempted to, uh, I attempted to be interested in baseball for about twenty minutes, and that's that's about how long it lasted. Yeah, I used to be. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm really over it. No more the, baseball. I used to be really into the Mariners. Um, it's over anyway, basically. The um, because I there was two. Two of the Mariners coaches lived at the place where I worked um, in the 90s when they were doing like crazy good. And um, I went to the games often because one of the coaches had no family or friends here in Seattle. So he would just leave me tickets at the at will call like pretty much every game. So I went to a lot. But then it got to the, be the point where it wasn't worth the cost of parking for me to go and watch the game. Yeah. Because paying $20 for parking, even if you got free tickets and got to sit with the friends and family of the players, I still, it wasn't worth it to me. Well, I would, I have memories of going to the games when I was a kid and it pretty much just involved, I mean, I I just remember wandering around the stadium the whole time because I just got bored watching the game. And even, I mean, I took my daughter to a baseball game and it was kind of fun because it was like her first game and they, Mm -hmm. she got a little certificate and she got to go meet the Mariner Moose and get her picture taken with him. But um, I think the most memorable part of the day for her was that it was the stadium next to the Seahawks house. Right. <laughs> and she was talking She was more about, excited about seeing was, the giant posters of the <laughs> Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. So she talks about her friend, the moose and going to the, to the building next yeah. to the Seahawks house. Well, she's so. a self-proclaimed football fan. Yeah. Football fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's her. So guys, here we are. We are, uh, Recording an episode. <laughs> we're a day late again from our... Mm-hmm. I just arbitrarily decided two weeks ago that we were going to start releasing on Tuesday mornings. Uh, the following week, we released on Wednesday morning. And here we are again, mm-hmm. putting a show out on Wednesday morning. So is Wednesday morning our new date? How about we just have it be this? a surprise? <laughs> okay. Sometime yeah, during the week, who maybe. decided? Who decided that it has to be on a regular schedule? Who just arbitrarily decided, like, I think podcasts th- have to come out on a... This is a thing well, that you have to do. Well, it's kind of nice, right? You have to right? have a schedule. It's kind of nice to know. But what I would like to do is everybody has their day they stick to. Why don't we ours just be a surprise? Just mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, You'll never maybe know. Maybe sometimes it'll be two a week. Maybe uh, it'll be one. Maybe it'll be three. Or zero. Sometimes it might I be zero. I feel like we should at least promise one. We should at least commit to one a week. <laughs> can I can 
maybe do that. Come on. Come on. <laughs> give me one. Give me one or I'm going to have to start shopping around for some new co-hosts. Okay. <laughs> do <Same> it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't care. I don't care. Well, Christina, what if I told you? Well, actually, okay. So last week we talked about your 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 drone strike. Mm-hmm. Which are we going to unveil the drone strike now or do you want to wait? Wait. Okay. So we have spoiler alert we got a little something coming up for you in regards to the drone strike situation so christy called in a drone strike on yelp Mm -hmm. (laughs) right and uh jesse jesse dollamore from the i doubt it with dollamore i can't do his voice have you listened to that podcast Mm -hmm. the uh jesse dollamore sent in an article titled court sides with san francisco based yelp in lawsuit from small business owners okay so it looks like Yelp won. I read through the article and I'll post a uh, I'll post a link to it. But uh, so the the panel said that the alleged engineering of review postings didn't fit what the court called the quote unquote stringent definition of ex- exhortion as interpreted in federal law case. And this is in quotes, any less stringent standard would transform a wide variety of legally acceptable business dealings into extortion, the panel said. Mm-hmm. So uh, they sided with Yelp, but it doesn't necessarily say it doesn't like say they're innocent Yelp of what they did. Blameless in the situation, they basically probably said some shady business oh, yeah. practices going on. Oh no, no, no! They said it in that sentence that they what they do does not constitute extortion under the law. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they don't ask for money for good reviews. Yeah. The problem is that the extortion is probably um, law is probably very finicky and it's um, dates back to probably mafia situation where there has to be a threat, a, a threat of harm to to the business owner. Yeah, it says here uh, I've had about 200 people who have called many in tears claiming Yelp destroyed their business. Uh, Yelp is also facing two other recently filed federal cases with different claims. As shareholders, uh, yeah, so there's there's bad stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, this is kind of interesting. On August 7th, three reviewers sued Yelp in federal court in Los Angeles seeking pay for their work. <laughs> Yelp mm-hmm. responded in a statement. The argument that voluntarily using a free service equates to an employment relationship is completely without merit. Oh, except so. for that in those articles that I found, they were showing Craigslist ads for jobs to yeah. be reviewers. Yeah. So it sounds like, uh, it sounds like there's some shady, there's some shady business dealings. Mm-hmm. So it did reminds your, me a did lot your Yelp of, friends contact you? No, you know, I reached out to them. I reached out yeah, to them and I have they not can't heard comment. back. Of course. <laughs> I've not heard back. I've never heard back from them. So. So my drone strike was valid. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like it. Sounds but also like it that that business owner that gave discounts for for terrible reviews is just flipping it right flipping the script yeah exactly which we haven't gotten a single one star review on our podcast yet podcast yet other than other than the one we haven't gotten oh, a new one you really Remember, want those we, we, we <laughs> requested. i would rather well, have if we're gonna come out if we're gonna come out at random times if we're gonna fly in the face of what they say every podcaster should do and come out on a regular release schedule well now why don't we now also because, because it was geo that told us we should always 
release the same day of the week on the weekend. Now I want to do well, that's exact kind of a opposite of what he said. Thing. That's not just geo. Oh. That's like a best kind of a podcast mm-hmm. best practices yeah. thing. But I'm okay with doing it differently. You know, I, I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I just have to come to accept it. As long as you can promise me one a week. One yeah. a week. I feel like it's been trudging be a, a little trade? bit through the summer. But I think we got some good stuff coming down the hopper. And I think it's I think it's only going to get better, Christina. I just don't want to set us up for failure. Do you know? That's what I always say. <laughs> that you have a fear of saying that you're going to do anything because then you might <laughs> fail. <laughs> no, that I just don't want to over promise and under deliver. I've heard I've heard it said. I've heard it said, Christina, that you should shoot for the stars because even if you fall short, you'll still hit the moon. No, opposite. No. Aim for the moon because you if you fall because you'll just be among the stars. What? That's the saying. But that doesn't even make sense logistically. <laughs> the moon is way closer than stars. Yeah, so but if, if you, you don't hit moon, it, you're still in the stars. Yeah, but you're just floating around aimlessly. Mine makes much more sense. Okay, well... Scientifically speaking. Yeah, but sayings aren't scientifically speaking. But, I mean, just everything-wise, mine makes much more sense. And it also fits my narrative of what I'm trying to explain to you. Right. (laughs) You have to at least try. I, I always have said, and this is a frustration that I really struggle with, and I've said this on the show before. I have all of these things that I want to do in my head. I have like three other, I, I have like three other, uh, Sorry, you just showed me the quote on your phone. Mm-hmm. You just say it because there's no point oh, in just aim for the, Oh, it went away. <laughs> aim for the moon. If you miss, you may hit a star. Okay, well, mine, mine, makes, mine makes more sense, in my opinion. Okay. In my opinion. I have... There's all these things that I want to do. I, I have, like, three other podcasts that I want to do. I want to start, like, kind of like a... I don't want to say the word network because I don't like Ugh. podcast networks. They're gross, gross. But I want to start, like, a... The word is like collective, okay. <laughs> maybe except for collective makes me think that we're also like having growing, sex with each other, growing marijuana oh. <laughs> and selling it, which, hey, I mean, that is a liable business opportunity in right. Washington state right now. But uh, I have all these things that I want to do, but I don't have the ability to actually I, I, I lack the talent to actually execute on these ideas. And it's extremely frustrating. And it's it's one of the things that held me back from trying to do a podcast for a long time is that I felt like I couldn't put the show out that I actually wanted to create. So instead, I just didn't do anything because I was like trapped by perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Anyway, somebody once told me, somebody once told me, Christina, and this rang very true, that anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. That's a terrible quote. No, it's a fantastic quote. It's perfect for people that allow themselves to be trapped by perfectionism or fear. Fear of letting people down or whatever. You're like, I don't want to commit to doing anything because then we might possibly let somebody down. I'm but just, I say... I have, a, I have reasons for this in that a lot of our court stuff is going to be coming to a head in the next yeah. couple of weeks. And we I'm just saying exciting and interesting that months. if it goes worst case, yeah, we'll be very busy and I don't want to have to worry about, it doesn't take, it's, it's an <sighs> evening. It's three hours, three, Jerry, four hours to put out a show. Come on. It's also incredibly fulfilling to me. I don't want to like, 
I don't want to not. I enjoy doing it. Like it's it's fun for me. I don't get the impression that it's always fun for you. Usually because I have to drag you kicking and screaming to actually do it. But I it, it's it's fun for me and it's, and fulfilling. Like I I enjoy it. Okay. I okay. <laughs> so I don't want to just not. I don't want to just bail because stuff's getting kind of rough or whatever. I, if anything, like it's maybe it's like a something that might bring sanity in the midst of a crazy situation or something. Okay. <laughs> you, just, you just shut up. You just clammed up. Well, the speak your truth. Speak your the, truth. The best part about it is that we can start talking about it. Talking about what? The the stuff we've been redacting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For over a year. Yeah, we'll see. It kind of depends on the I'm outcome excited. of everything, but yeah, it'll be. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if we how we should do it. <laughs> I'm really excited about like should we have a regular episode and then just do uh like a 15 minute do it in segments or yeah. do we just want to do it? Here is the shit special show cast. That was Jeremy's li- life for the last yeah because <laughs> two um, years that we can't talk about. Kevin Moyers was doing that on his podcast, and I I wish that. It would have just been in one solid chunk or like three or four different episodes of solid material instead of it being random times through six to seven different podcasts. So, yeah, that's what I would prefer. Like a series type situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and is I can't a, wait for that. Yeah. yeah I know everybody is. <laughs> I don't can't know. wait. I don't and know. Anytime I just... Talk about I feel it like with it's a little too like, soap opera y for personal. some people. Maybe. No, no, it's great because <laughs> whenever I, not necessarily drop hints, but I'll be like, "Oh, this is what we're dealing with this weekend" or whatever. Um, people who don't know us really that well, that are kind of new friends, are like, "I had no idea you were going through that. I had no idea how bad it was." And I don't yeah. even tell most of the bad stuff, right? Yeah, well, we try not to talk about it too much. It's oftentimes not beneficial. Yeah, but I think that it, it it describes like where you are, where you came from, and yeah, what? Yeah, we'll know. see. Well, so I mean, probably end of October, depending on how long it takes for everything to get settled out. Mm-hmm. But so, Christina, yes, Jeremy, uh, I saw your dad naked. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> so, so I was um I I. I have a Tumblr myself that I just put random stuff on occasionally, and then currently throw that out the horrible for people to see. Yeah, my my website. It, you go to twitter.org.com. dot com. Of course you do. <laughs> Twitter uh, Twitter dot dot spelled out org o r g dot period uh, com twitter.org.com. <laughs> Easy to remember. Easy to remember. It's very simple. Spelled out twitter.org dot period com. Well, we should also <laughs> go back to earlier this week um, on Instagram. Remember yeah. that I tweeted? Yeah. So, well, this is a situation that we've run into before. Your dad, your dad is a, a, a gay man with a healthy sexual appetite. <laughs> he enjoys him some dick pics. Yes. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who amongst us does not enjoy a nice stiff one from time to time? Um, and uh, you're, you're... Oh, my God. You're, I, you just said that. So your dad is embracing the technical, tech, 
technological age that we live in. But I don't think he actually understands But he it. doesn't, w- with all of the adorableness of a 60-year-old man yes. trying to learn how to use technology. Yes. Uh, so, sometimes with a very interesting results. So I don't think that he realizes that there, there's a feature on Instagram where um, if you have a public profile, it actually shows, it, it, it publishes information about the comments that you're making on photos and photos that you've liked and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So from time to time, you will notice in your feed that your dad has gone on a little... Uh, liking spree mm-hmm. <laughs> which by the way there's not supposed to be that stuff on instagram right. but uh apparently it doesn't get reported he can find as it. much as i the... know our friend uh friend of the show katrina said where does he find these sites i, I try to look and i can't find them <laughs> but knowing her you she's... gotta find like the weird they have to they hashtag them with like certain stuff but it yeah. can't be obvious stuff like it can't be like oh well hashtag she's... hard cock right well and she's terrible at googling and so she would have probably just put in <laughs> dick pic there's a good uh, penis there's a good episode title <laughs> hashtag hard cock yeah. <laughs> so your dad your dad uh Last week you had one of these experiences where you were on the Instagram and you came across some pictures that he was liking of some yes. some genitalia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, how does that how does that make you feel when that happens? I just feel bad for him. I want him to make it so that people can't see that. Yeah. Because I mean, would you want people to know what you're looking at? No. Well, I mean, I would if I thought that if if there was a presumption of privacy. And I found out that it was being published for all to see. Mm-hmm. There would be some there. Yeah. I mean, it definitely affects. And I don't think the, he knows. Yeah. And you or haven't. he doesn't care. You don't Who think you should let him. You haven't thought about letting him know. You don't want to have that conversation with your dad. Yeah. It's too weird. Okay. So that leads into, I was on Tumblr and I was just trying to find other people that were active on Tumblr to mm-hmm. follow. And I uh, found sure a feature where you can. Yes. Hashtag hardcock. <laughs> I found a feature where you can, uh, I found a feature where you can it like import your, you connect it to your Google, your Gmail account mm-hmm. and it imports all your contacts and then it shows you all of the people in your contacts that have tumblers. So I did that mm-hmm. and I said, Oh, your dad so-and-so has a tumbler. That's awesome. And luckily, so it just has their name and a picture and then a button that says follow. And I wasn't following most of the people cause I don't want to just follow everybody. And, but I went to go look at it to see if he had posted and he was being active. Mm-hmm. Luckily I went to go look at it before I followed it and I went to go look at it. And, um, I was greeted by your, your father standing completely naked, um, w- with all, all presenting himself fully <laughs> for, mm-hmm. for the world to see. Uh, and I was curious as to what the rest of the content mm-hmm. was on the page, mm-hmm. as one would be, and I and I scrolled. How down. many times have you been curious since <laughs> since finding this? Is what I want to know. Well, I just I for, it was research for How the show. How often are you show, curious? It was show preparation. I had to be. I needed to know. I mean, okay. I needed to. I I needed to have uh, a certain understanding of the topic that we were going to be discussing. Right. So. So your half-hour shower yesterday, was that you being curious? I don't know. Mm-hmm. See, uh, but anyway, so I was doing show prep, 
came across these pictures <laughs> and uh and there were there was some there were some really interesting ones in there there were some ones that involved bodily fluid not poop <laughs> just say not i mean just well, say what poop it is isn't a fluid well you know i was okay. don't make it be weird see, see me. i mean it already see is weird but <laughs> yeah i'm sorry you make me talking weirder. about the the all of the pictures of your dad's <laughs> cock that i've seen is uh definitely not definitely not weird but uh but me saying bodily fluids instead of saying that i've seen your dad covered in semen uh yeah. <laughs> or that's what made it weird that's where the line was drawn <laughs> for you evidently okay all right so yeah that was so that was interesting and you have actually asked me to You've asked me to talk to him about it. <laughs> well, because, because I, I, I said, I mean, I stumbled across this innocently, mm-hmm. completely innocently, mm-hmm. and I think it might be Just another like all situation. The other ones you found? Well, no, well, that's a separate discussion. Okay. We're talking about this situation right mm. now, and with this situation, there was. It was it was definitely on accident. I mean, I I was just importing these contacts. I have a feeling that he might not be aware that anybody that's emailed him ever and has mm-hmm. him in his contacts um, in Google uh, will be able to find these pictures, right? Of him. So you want me to talk to him? <laughs> you want me to talk to him about that? I think you should just send him an email that says, "Hey Rick, just so you know, your Tumblr account is tied to your." email and anyone who wants to (laughs) but won't you feel awkward yeah yeah this is why it would be good if i still drank because it might be this would be a great (laughs) conversation to have at the madison pub after four or five beers (laughs) what about just sending an email though yeah i guess it might i'll I'll put some thought into it i'll put some thought into it oh my god (laughs) this is terrible (laughs) yeah Maybe know. should I ask my sister for advice? I guess. What I mean, your sister doesn't have emotions, though. She's not a human right, being. That's your why. sister's a weird robot. That's why. Yeah, but your dad. Do you know has that that's feelings. why the the um my dad put her as the person that decides ends of end of life decisions because <laughs> he knows that she'll just be like, nope, <laughs> cut it. This is not a cost effective situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> I well, he's on the hospital in Capitol Hill. I don't want to have to drive from Snohomish to Capitol Hill drive. Right. every weekend for the next six months when we could potentially just get this done now. <laughs> so yeah, like, let's pull the well, plug. He's like, I have I have an ingrown toe toenail. <laughs> yeah. um, what are we doing? Now? <laughs> Christina, um let's let's do this. Let's take a little break. I'm gonna play uh I'm gonna play an ad advertisement for our friend Jesse Dollimore and the I doubt it with Dollimore podcast. If you have spot in your podcast rotation and you're interested in wanting to stay on top of current events and whatever, these guys do it. They make it funny. They make it interesting. They look at it. They actually like give you a studied research and uh, it's, it, it's great. So check it out. Hey, I am Jesse Dollimore. And I am Brittany Page. And together we are I Doubt It with Dollimore. Hopefully your new twice-weekly source for news News. and ridiculous comment. We tackle current events, the latest happenings, and do it with a skeptical, rational, and hopefully humorous perspective. Check us out on dollamore.com or iTunes. All right, Christina, it's that time. It's that time in the program. It's that time in the program. For everybody's favorite segment, critically acclaimed, <laughs> dynamic, powerful, moving, inspirational segment. 
this week in rad space stuff. Oh, no. What do I put Are you the excited? timer to? Whatever. I'm, you, you, you've been giving me three minutes. Okay, let's do it. Three so minutes. So that's what you'll give me this time, too? Mm-hmm. Go. Okay, so last week we talked about the commercial crew selection. SpaceX and Boeing split a few billion dollars between them from NASA. There was one design that got excluded from this process. It was a vehicle called the Dream Chaser that was more of an airplane-style space craft and made by a company called Sierra Nevada, not the beer company. And um, last week, Sierra Nevada announced that they're actually challenging NASA's selection, saying that there was inconsistencies in the selection process and asking for a a review to be done, a formal review. So that's going to take 100 days to pull that report. And I'm sure it's really cheap, too. Yeah, I'm sure it's extremely cheap. So wait, 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 wait. I'll pause it so you get more time. <laughs> First of all, let's go back to its name. Dream Chaser. Dream Chaser. Isn't that the thing you buy? Like, isn't that the thing people put a, like the dream catcher type well, That's shit? a dream catcher. Well, it's the same, that's, right? It's not the same. Is a dream chaser a dream someone chaser that is a spacecraft? Makes, maybe they're the people that make the no. dream catchers. No. Okay. So second, NASA gets to decide. They don't get to just go, you didn't pick us. No fair. Do overs. Well, there's a formal. There's there because it's a government agency. government agency. There's review periods and stuff like that. So, they this is a there's a formal process that companies have to go through. And Sierra Nevada put in a formal complaint saying that they believe that there was inconsistencies in the selection process, and they would like a review. Okay, so how much is that review going to cost? I I don't have that number for you. Okay, back on. <laughs> Okay, so that was that one. I I would be thrilled if something changes with that because I just I want to see the Dream Chaser in space because I think it's a cool looking craft. Uh, in kind of rad news relating to Mars, India sent a Mars orbiter up and uh, made orbital insertion began orbit around Mars. Orbital insertion. It orbital insertion is uh sounds like a porn. It's it kind of is. Sex it's science. It's your Space it's porn. your porn, right? Yeah. yeah. Your there's spank bank is filled of, uh, with orbital insertion. <laughs> there's a lot of math involved and things like that. So uh yeah, uh it was the uh I'm trying to find the statistic about it, but I can't. Uh oh well. Um it was I believe it was the first country ever to successfully achieve the uh, an orbit of Mars uh on the first attempt. Everybody else failed on the first attempt. They didn't make it. They either had to refire or they send a new thing up or whatever. They did it on the very first attempt, the very first burn. So this thing is shooting towards Mars Mm -hmm. and it has to fire rockets and slow down to uh, enter into orbit. So that was that was very exciting. It was also extremely low cost. $70 million. The total cost of the mission was approximately $70 million and is the cheapest interplanetary mission ever to be undertaken. Okay, I need to pause it again. Okay. (laughs) India has bigger problems. Okay. They do not need to be spending $73 million. 70. 70. Who cares? $70 million on sending a rocket just to orbit Mars. They have bigger problems. Well, but what, which are? People starving in the streets. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I've seen India. 
Like, I, I understand that there's a substantial poverty yes. issue there. And there's poverty here, too. Well, I didn't say that we should be spending billions of dollars on it either. So, uh, $70 million is actually an incredibly low amount. Okay. I mean, do you not see the benefits of these of, of science and scientific programs and the benefits that these will bring to possibly changing the country in a positive way? Okay. Creating no. jobs that are... How, sustainable that how is orbiting mars going to create jobs <laughs> well they had to build the rocket they have to employ scientists to do the science oh god okay <laughs> okay back on my what's back on your time oh man okay this is the last thing this is pretty rad what looks oh, beneath? wait pause are there actually are there actually indian astronauts on the on that whatever no there aren't. No. Oh, I just wanted Mars. to know if, they, if their if their food is like non. Oh my god, you're fired. Okay, back on. What lurks beneath the methane lakes of Titan? So one of the moons of Saturn, Titan, has methane lakes, and uh, recently they've discovered some changes going on in one of these lakes. Um, one of the biggest discoveries made by the Cassini spacecraft is that Titan, the mammoth moon of Saturn, has lakes of liquid methane and ethane on its surface, which is pretty rad. You can so finish mysterious lakes. <laughs> Uh, they don't know what it is. It could be any number of things. Clearly, it's some transient feature. There's basically they've seen changes in surveys they've done of the these lakes near the poles of the this moon and Saturn, which Saturn is an amazing planet. That will be an upcoming this week in rad space stuff. I'm gonna have a whole Saturn centric episode Ooh, I can't of this week in space stuff because Saturn is a pretty amazing planet. Just the rings alone are. It's it's amazing anyway, and it's got a re- it's got like twenty something moons. I think it's insane. It's got a bunch of moons anyway. So they've noticed some changes in these lakes of liquid methane. They don't know what they are, and uh, it's kind of exciting. Uh, How do they know there's changes from the pictures that they have? Mm. Yeah, and I will post a link in the show notes with the pictures so you can take a look at it themselves. Uh, the, the, you, I mean, you can just see that it's a change. I, can't really tell what it is but when you think that it's happening i mean what you're looking at is a lake of methane can you go swimming in that no <laughs> no you can't go swimming in it <laughs> well okay so well, yeah so basically well. scientists don't know what it is and they're we're just gonna wait and see so that'll be that'll be something fun that we can uh, that we can follow up on so that's my this week in rad space stuff oh and guys hey like i say every week go follow at just space things on Twitter, and I'll retweet awesome space stuff just for you. Cool pictures and videos. I posted a video today, a YouTube clip of a uh, a time lapse taken from the International Space Station. You get to see sunrise, sunset, and the space station flying through the aurora uh, from space, all in a minute and five seconds. It's it's magical, is what it is. It's yeah. goddamn magical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's at Just Space Things on Twitter. All one word. Twitter.org.com. Oh. <laughs> that's my website. <laughs> Twitter.org.com. Spelled out. Twitter.dotorg. Period. Dot yep. com. Twitter.org.com. <laughs> Send all it's your my dick favorite pics there. Thing. It's my favorite thing. In the world. Oh, and speaking of dick pics, remember? Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. When 
<laughs> so one of our friends was sending me dick pics yeah. and trying to have me guess whose they were. Yeah, it was like without some any CSI. other knowledge. And the funny part is, I had never met these people, so <laughs> why would I know who they were? Not, not only yet, but we did She's get like, to see oh, some th- terrible is, photography. Yeah, some weird angles. Weird I'm not sure angles. why people would choose the that uh, the balls up. It's not photo. Yeah, it was weird. like a POV from the balls. Like imagine <laughs> that the guy had placed a camera on his on his testicles. And it was a testicular selfie, testicular POV. So kind mm-hmm. of down the shaft, but it wasn't a, it wasn't even a flattering angle size wise. Like it didn't right. make the, uh, there's no the, reason the for that. eye look very substantial mm-hmm. or anything at mediocre at best and just an awkward angle. Mm-hmm. It was not, yeah, not, uh, anyway, but yeah, it was weird. She was like sending you these pictures and then asking you to guess who they are. And she's like, Oh, that's Phil. <laughs> You're yeah. like, okay, I don't know Phil. Right. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm not sure why I would know those penises. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, guys, so that's what uh, is happening. If you've ever sent a picture of your penis to anybody, it's being sent around to uh, Mm -hmm. all of that person's friends and their boyfriends and girlfriends and whoever are uh, critiquing it. Yeah, I mean, that's why I would never send pictures like that because I, (laughs) my friend's brother has multiple times while hanging out with him has broken his phone out and just shown hit, shown all of the photos he's gotten from well, girls. Before. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that those, I think that those pictures of the penises that she was sending you, I don't think that those guys would protest to her yeah, sending well, them out. I don't she, think that they were sent to her with any, uh, expectation of privacy. I don't think. Right. I don't know. Oh, because if not, that's actually kind of bad. <laughs> Right. <laughs> she probably shouldn't be sending those things right. to you. Right. I don't know. I guess that's yeah, not cool. Christina. That's just why you you be careful. If you're gonna do that, just be careful. Yeah. Yeah. It's and also don't be famous. And also just don't be a shitty person and post dick pics that aren't for sharing. Mm-hmm. What and also you... be careful if you link your gmail address to your blog and have completely naked pictures of yourself anyway we were talking about science how did we get to the penises so quickly (laughs) oh you were done with science so i brought it back to penises i have a question about that say you just science happen no say you happened upon a public computer let's say you're at the public library let's say and there is (laughs) a folder who goes to the library what are you talking about? Well, you about? know, I'm just saying, for instance, I don't know in what kind of context you would yeah. have this. And there's a folder on, on the computer of okay. naked pictures uh-huh. of someone. Would you do anything with that? I'd delete them. You would delete them? Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't, like, save it and publish it no. or anything like that? No. Okay. That's horrible. That's okay. horrible. I mean, even if somebody's irresponsible with, I, I would say, even if it's if it's an accident, like if somebody accidentally posts something that they intend for private, regardless of what the legalities are or whatever, mm-hmm. I I think that it's just the right thing to do to delete the photos or not share them or not participate in the dissemination of said material because mm-hmm. you wouldn't want that to happen to you. Yeah. It just seems like a the right thing to do, like a decent human thing. Anyway, so we have a we have a very special clip, right? 
Mm-hmm. Is this where we're rolling it out? Yes. Thank you to uh, Sean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean of uh, the Hyper Nonsense podcast. Our new favorite our new favorite person. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Sean. He uh, Maybe we'll have to get a little promo clip from him so you guys can check it out. He has a, a pretty rad podcast. Pretty rad podcast called the uh, Hyper Nonsense Podcast. Pretty rad podcast should be the name of a show. I used to listen to a podcast called the Pretty Good Podcast. Okay. Yeah. I have a friend, uh, going back to this, I have a friend from Columbia and he moved here when he was about 18. So English was his, his second language and he learned it here while he was at university, which would be extremely difficult. But he always asked people like his, his big questions of, um, like, um, if you could be anything you want, what, you know, any career, what would you do? Or a get to know you question. His go-to question, especially when he's been touching the liquor, is is the term pretty good? Is that better than good or worse than good? Like you, the sandwich, it's pretty good. Uh-huh. Or it's pretty good, pretty good. So, he, and he'll go into detail saying that same sentence over and over again <laughs> to try to gauge which one you think. Wow. Because to him, pretty good means better than good. Well, this is a better than good podcast from, <laughs> from our friends, Sean, uh, Sean and Jen, the Hyper Nonsense Podcast. They sent us, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. Go check it. It's, it's a show. It's kind of like ours. I mean, they talk about stuff. <laughs> they talk about stuff. And crack wise. But they're smart. They are smart. They're smarter than us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like old school podcasters. They've been at it for a while. They had podcasts like before podcasts were a thing. They were podcasting and they've had all these different shows and all this different stuff and just kind of restarted this. How could you podcast before it was a thing? Well, before it was like a well-known thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was a thing, but it wasn't a thing, you know. know, Anyway, so out of nowhere, we got... Somebody sent us a clip. Somebody okay. sent us a stinger for the second most popular segment that we have on the show, Christie's Drone Strike. Drone Strike. So there it yeah, is. It's amazing. <laughs> it makes me want to do it every week. Yeah. Have a drone strike just to play that. Yeah, I like it. I love it. So who are we drone striking this week? It makes me actually want to put it on my phone and when someone pisses me off, just play it. And that's all <laughs> I have to do and just walk just away. Point it at them. Just yeah, walk it's like away. laser painting the target. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I all, okay. I'll just start my yeah, drone strike. Okay. So I have two this week. Oh, Nelly. Okay. And what stems from... I don't think we've talked. I don't think we've drone striked it or talked about it because we kind of kept missing the the incidents. I normally would have said the NFL today because of all of the terrible things they've done. Yeah, an NFL slash ESPN for um, suspending Bill Simmons. Yeah, all of that. Somebody at ESPN spoke up about how the commissioner of the NFL is a horrible human being and a liar. Which, by the way, he is. Uh, NFL is a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. I believe Roger Goodell made forty million dollars yeah. last year. The highest paid CEO of any nonprofit. Right, of course. Anyway, yeah, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. So Bill Simmons from ESPN 
shit on Roger Goodell mm-hmm. from the NFL on a podcast, and ESPN then suspended him. For By the weeks. way, for a week longer <laughs> than Ray Rice, who was suspended for two weeks initially for punching his fiance in the face to the point where he knocked her out right on video and then drug her out of a mm-hmm. <laughs> out of an elevator Seems legitimate yeah <laughs> stay classy <laughs> nfl right right it's just uh, to this at this point to that the, the nfl the <laughs> i say NFL okay. Style. Well, you just took over my. Sorry. Okay, but at this, this is just a side note to the thing. The people that run the NFL are basically just a bunch of rich white guys that are like jacking each other off at this point, right? And like, basically, just coming money is what they're what doing. The heck? <laughs> what just happened? What is what is wrong with this? I mean, episode? that's just basically what's happening there. And they're not going to By the get way, I'm any suddenly much more interested in watching football. <laughs> they're no they're... wonder your dad's so into the NFL. <laughs> so th- they're not going to get they keep saying the changes need to happen at the top and and that is true. It does need to happen. However, I've been around this type of rich. No one is going to get in there. They'll have consultants come in and they'll pay a lot of money for it and they'll have PR people come in and tell them how to run it, but it's never actually going to be really fixed. It'll just they'll just be better at spinning. So anyways, that is not my that's not my drone strike not today. Your drone strike. Today my drone strike is the referees of the NFL mm. during the Monday night football game. Okay. Um if anyone saw it, it was a pretty good game. It actually, I mean, good game, but also tremendously boring. But if you hate Tom Brady like I do, yeah, it was awesome. And it also really made me want to make Kansas City Seahawks game happen yeah. this year. The New England Patriots, who are supposed to be a pretty good team, mm-hmm. just got completely destroyed by the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and like I was saying um, to my friend, like wh- three years ago, if you would have told me that... The score was at one point, wasn't it, like 20-something to zero? Yeah. Well, I mean, and it was like 44 to 17 by the end of the game or something. If you told me that the Patriots were losing that bad to the Chiefs, I would have not believed you. (laughs) Yeah. So um, during the fourth quarter, the safety, Hussein Abdullah, is that how we decided it was pronounced, um, made a touchdown, and he... Slid into the he's end zone. A, uh, d- he's a Muslim. defensive player. Yes, yes. He's, a, he's a, on the defense. Right. Usually, the defense doesn't get the opportunity to exactly score to to make touchdowns. Right. And so he had always he, told himself that yeah. if it happens, he's going to do his do a prayer. So that's what he did. He slid in, got the touchdown, did did a did a bowing prayer, and they got fined or not fined, but they got penalized fifteen yards for unsportsmanlike conduct. That's why they get the drone strike. I see. However, it, it already, I mean, people were already taking to Twitter like, they better not find him. Yeah. The NFL better not do this. And they didn't. They actually apologized to him and said that it shouldn't have happened. So that's one point for them being sure. good. I mean, because if now they, they're only negative 30 instead of exactly. negative 31. But I mean, because how many minutes after it happened, there were memes pointing a picture of 
him next to Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow yeah. who just like did that shit all over the place. Which, by the way, there was also ridiculous people on Twitter saying completely ridiculous things about it immediately as well. Like, oh, it's not the same uh, because Muslims are un-American. There's okay. a lot of... Uh, Twitter a lot of comments like that is I the saw worst place somebody this morning that said uh, oh a chiefs player is penalized for a Muslim prayer in the end zone welcome to what Christians face on a daily basis no, in this country that can't be true <laughs> this guy got so much shit I've tweeted a picture a screen cap of his tweet this morning this guy got so much shit for that tweet today that he deleted his account <laughs> Oh <laughs> which is good that's which is the good. type of person that says when's white history month yeah. and then an hour later wow that escalated quickly i'll see what happens when i pray with my son tomorrow in the classroom before school and get back to you so this is a white okay. christian man oh my god speaking of the perils of <laughs> white christian manhood right. in the united states right yeah. exactly so that's that's that. your ground strike. I Got have it. a second one. I like it. Oh, okay. Do you want me to do that? It's up to this you. was in the news today. Um, I guess this could go under the the heading of um, people on Twitter suck. Okay. okay. So this took place this weekend. Um, Tom Morello of the Rage Against the Machine guitarist. Okay. Did you hear this story? Nope. Okay. So he was in town doing a benefit concert for 15 now, which is the... Um, initiative to yeah. get the $15 minimum wage. Yeah. And he did a benefit there. And afterwards him and his group of people decided to go to the five spot um, for, to eat. And no, so, I'm so sorry. The five point, I want to get that correct at the five point. And when they arrived, the, the um, bouncer said, there's no room and there's a line. I mean, this place is pretty popular, especially at that time of night. So he said, no, sorry, you can't, you can't get in. And he, um, according to the bouncer, he's like, do you know who I am? And he says, yes, I know who you are, but there's still a line. And at one point, Tom, the, the stories, the stories vary back and forth when the, um, restaurant people say that he demanded a special room in the back and, and, um, wanted to where he said that the guy was intentionally being a jerk and just, and he kept pointing out like, Hey, that, table of 10 just got up can i can we get in now and he just kept saying now can we get in can we get in now and they just finally turned him away said no you can't and you you need to wait like everybody else and um tom went to he says he went to ihop and took to twitter and just said five point is the worst place on earth terrible customer service um is shitty oh what did he actually say super rude and anti-worker shittiest doorman in the northwest prick spread the word so the owner of the restaurant came out and spoke against tom saying um we're not actually anti-worker you don't know what you're talking about and we could give a shit if you're a rock star you <laughs> yeah. need to wait with everybody else yeah and i appreciate that owner so much standing by the work so he was just pissed and he was pissed because he wasn't someone wasn't bowing to him and I hate super entitled people and for yeah. him to be saying I'm pro worker and then treat people like shit. And then, and then he took to Twitter and said, um, I will apologize if you agree to sign, um, the, the petition that you will, um, become go to $15 now. And the owner's like an apology with strings is not an apology. Yeah. And then 
Then he, then it, this has been going on back and forth all day. And then Tom said, I so, I'm sorry, uh, you're still anti-worker and we still receive shitty treatment. And, but maybe you're just prejudiced against Kenyans because his brother is Kenyan and, um, and you're still anti-worker and all this stuff. And then the owner just said, okay, we're anti-Kenyan. Now you're trying to make us seem racist. You just need to stop. <laughs> yeah. Just stop. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that it, it just, it's just funny to me when someone puts out uh, their public face of being, this is, um, we're fif- you know, 15 yeah, hours yeah, yeah. an hour this, and then treat those people like shit to their face. I've worked in the restaurant business. I've had to work with super, super entitled people. It actually made me hate celebrities and sports people, especially Ken Griffey Jr. is a fucking prick. Um, and I, I re- people that treat, I think everybody should have to work in a restaurant for a month at least. I, I just really believe that that and maybe um, in sales, like in yeah. the store and yeah, you I, appreciate customer service better. I totally agree. And I read, uh, I read an article from somebody There's this big tech guy in Seattle that got a job at another big comp- tech company in Seattle and everybody was tweeting about him. And I was just went and looked through his timeline to see the kind of stuff that he had tweeted. And he is, so this is a white dude and a software programmer that probably easily makes six figures or more. And he, uh, his last big tweet was a blog article that he wrote to skillet diner because he went there with his wife or girlfriend or whatever. He went there with his partner and he didn't get seated right away and because they were busy and he felt like they weren't busy because he saw open tables, which is whatever. Doesn't mean anything. Right. Doesn't mean anything and whatever. And then somebody came in and got sat ahead of him because they were willing to sit at the bar. And he had said that he would, was willing to sit at this like bench thing, but didn't clarify the bar or whatever. So this other couple got sat in front of him. So he just left. He walked out because he was so upset about it, which is fine. Whatever. If he doesn't want to wait, he doesn't have to. But then he went home and... He, this guy has like 25,000 Twitter mm-hmm. followers and he's following like 250 people. So he's got a little bit of clout and he goes and writes an entire blog about the horrible service at Skillet and says, I'll never go back. I'll never go back to this place. We'll never give him a chance. Horrible service. I've never been treated like this in my entire life. Just indignant about him. And then, and then post it on his Twitter feed and tags them in it. They immediately respond and say, mm-hmm. so sorry that happened to you. Let us let us make it right. And then he updates his blog post with, they apologize, which is a nice step, but I still won't ever be going back or whatever. Oh, my gosh. So See, I just, I saw, I, I was like, I'm sorry. Uh, I said it must be nice. I tweeted at him and I was like, that must be nice to have that be the, uh, the biggest problem in your life. I'm yeah. really sorry that you couldn't get seated when you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> and that you must just have been really to the, stri- the restaurant across the street <laughs> or whatever just, yes, that's what and i have is- i have such um back and forth i really appreciate the um the five point how the owner just said probably went to his workers what really happened all right i believe you and and stayed be- beside that but to the skillet guy i didn't i didn't appreciate when he said I'll use that as a training opportunity for the host. Well, the owner doesn't know what actually happened that night. And maybe if it was that crazy or there was a wait or something's happening, that's when the front manager needs to jump in and start assisting. Yeah. 
And I think just jumping to anyone that has a lot of Twitter followers is a big mistake. Yeah. And just don't be, I don't know, just don't be shitty to people. I don't understand why people need to be like, that guy needed to, to, to burn that many calories. He makes $200,000 a year or a hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever. Like I don't, he didn't get seated when he And probably they said it's going to be about 15 minutes. And then he saw an open table and he thought, yeah. I can just sit there and they're being jerks. And then yeah. he threw a temper tantrum and that's probably what really happened. Yeah. But you it's don't, ridiculous. unless you've worked in a restaurant, you do not know how it works. So just shut up. So shut up. All right. So we're drone striking people that abuse their celebrity. Yes. And the uh, NFL referees. Yes. And just the NFL in general. Yes. Drone strike. Yes. Done. All right. It was a lot this week. <laughs> a lot of drone strikes. A lot, a lot of, of people pissed strikes. me off. I guess so, yeah. Well, and we had to make use of our new clip. We had to make use of our new clip. Yes. Take that, NFL. And people that use your celebrity when you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank you to Sean for making that clip yes, for us. That's I fantastic. That uh, made Christie's day. So, guys, we're going to wrap it up now. Thank you so much for listening. We have some very exciting shows coming down the pike. Um, and we would love your input, feedback, and thoughts on them. First one, we are going to interview my friend that runs ultra marathons. So he runs – he's he's about to do his 500-mile race. He's done multiple 50Ks, multiple 50 miles, most of them through the woods. We're going to talk to him a bit. Uh, and is – it just in case it's not enough that this guy nerds out about running enough that he's willing to do it for 36 hours straight running through the mountains uh, to go 100 miles. Um, he also tells me that he has is always looking for Bigfoot on his runs and believes that he has seen evidence of Bigfoot on the Washington Peninsula. So we'll be talking to him. So if you have any questions about running, runners, any stories about running, anything running related, let us know. Um, we also have a rideshare themed show coming up. I have a personal vendetta against Uber. I think I feel the same way about Uber as you do about Yelp. Like Uber to me just seems like this slimy, horrible company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I want to do a whole episode talking about rideshare services, Lyft, Uber, just all that kind of stuff. We, I got a hold of a guy that has a uh, blog called Rideshare Tales. Hmm. That tells stories of all these kind of things that uh, might have a couple other guests in mind. Uh, but if you have any funny, interesting stories, any horror stories about surge pricing where you got charged $400 to drive three blocks, any stuff related to uh, rideshare or whatever, let us if know about that. If you're a driver, that. if you're a rider. Yeah. Any stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last but not least, <laughs> this is another. So we want to do a follow up on our infidelity episode we, we got do? quite a bit of feedback about that uh, i don't necessarily because it didn't end well last time <laughs> but uh we got some really interesting emails about it and also i have a friend that uh it has made a conscious decision to reach outside of her marriage for the emotional and physical support that she needs and uh <sighs> It is trying a lot of different avenues to collect these guys. She's found a bunch on Twitter. She's found some on that secret app that we've talked about on the show before. She recently, um, I got her set up on Reddit and she's found a number of people on there. And, uh, it's honestly, it's, it's getting to the point where she has so many guys in her stable, as she calls it, that, um, that she's had to create a spreadsheet 
to keep track of that who's who. That makes me want to do and it. And the dynamics of their <laughs> the dynamics of their relationship because some of them she has like a very specific dominant submissive mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. relationship and she has to keep track of who's who because there's rules within all of them. So uh it's just really interesting. Uh she has some interesting ideas on relationships and how that works and so we want to have her on to uh share about that. But uh, so, yeah, um, if you guys have any thoughts about any of that running affairs and rideshare stories, we want to hear them. You can reach us on our website, www.nerdoutloudpod.com. Again, that's www.nerdoutloudpod.com. We have our voicemail line on there. Ask us questions anonymously. Email us, nerdoutloudpod at Gmail. Tweet us at nerdoutloudpod. Facebook us, facebook.com slash nerdoutloudpod. It's really easy to find us, guys. And we love to hear from you. So please uh, reach out. Reach out and talk to us. Chrissy, do you have any last words? I do. I don't care if you love or hate our podcast. Just don't make up stories and don't talk shit about me. And uh, yeah, I guess I now need to... The, the gauntlet has been laid down and now I need to actually make a stinger for This Week in space. Rad Space stuff. This Week in Space. Nope. <laughs> that can't be it. All right, guys. Let your nerd flag fly! You ready? Oh no, is that a space? Are we going to have space again? Yeah. Is that really a weekly segment now? Yeah. I thought that we both had to agree to these things. (laughs) Welcome to episode 64 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where Chris... No, Mm -mm. okay. Start over. I'm going to point to you and you say your name, okay? Um, hold on. I, I had lost that recall. I was going to read later. Hello. Wait, I'm going to point to you and you're going to say your name, okay? Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of the Nerd Out Loud. Pl- 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 pl-